Hello, and welcome to Cornerstones Cares, a podcast production of Cornerstones of Care. Last year, Cornerstones of Care served almost 10,000 children and families as it partnered for safe and healthy communities. For more information, visit our website at cornerstonesofcare.org. Welcome to Cornerstones Cares, a podcast production of Cornerstones of Care. I'm Carol Grimaldi, Manager of Community Engagement for Cornerstones of Care. The Cornerstones of Care team of 600 people is dedicated to improving whole person health. We provide trauma-informed interventions to help children, families, and communities be safe and healthy. Learn more at cornerstonesofcare.org. If you pay any attention to the news, you have heard about problems in our society connected to an epidemic of opioid misuse. And although we've heard a lot about it, especially deaths resulting from opioid addiction, what do we really know about it? How is it happening, and what is its impact beyond the loss of life? And what should we be doing to address the problem? To help us sort through some of these questions, I'm happy to introduce Carla Lee, who is a patient community education specialist for Swope Health Services. Welcome, Carla. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Carla, I'm going to start with the basics and we'll try to build from there. So please tell us what an opioid is and what is included in the classification of opioid. Okay, well, an opioid is a prescription or illicit drug. Um, When we talk about the classification, we have prescription drugs, which are usually hydrocodone, oxycodon, morphine, codeine, fentanyl. And when we talk about the illicit drugs, we're talking about things like heroin. Okay. Okay. So how do they affect people? Okay, well, basically what happens is, is that they can make, everybody's different. So they can make some people happy and their dopamines is like extremely high and full of joy and energy, which is, that happens to most people, to be honest. But it also can make you kind of sleepy and drowsy. It can um, create diarrhea. Um, It could create headaches and things of that nature. Okay, And many of these drugs have been around and accessible for a long time. Why are we in an epidemic now? Well, okay, yeah, like you said, they've been around for a long time. We know there's the opioid, the opium poppy, things like that. There's natural. So we have natural ones, and we have some that are basically made in factories. So the thing is, is that in the 1990s, doctors was like, hey, okay, so we can start prescribing pain medications to the patients because they couldn't bear seeing their patients in so much pain. And they were told that, hey, you cannot get addicted to it. So a lot of doctors didn't know either. So they prescribed them. People start taking them. They started feeling the pain leave. And they also got the whole happy piece to it as well. So that's how the epidemic came along. But then what happened was when they started seeing the rise in deaths, like 2016, 59,000 people had died from overdose from opioids, that's when it became, hey, it's a state of emergency. We really need to address this. It seems that, uh, okay, they recognized in about 2016 that we had a real problem here, but that um, it's not turning around at all. So uh, how, 
How much of this problem is really caused by people being addicted to prescription medicine? About 40%. That's a that's a pretty yeah. big pretty, pretty, that's a big proportion, and what and the impact then? We, we you mentioned the number of deaths back in 2016. What else happens because of this? Well, then we have um, you know people who are buying the illegal drugs at this point because hey, you know what? I may not be able to afford prescription drugs, or guess what? Uh, I might not have insurance to get it anymore. So I'm going to go to the street. And like I said, we have heroin. But a lot of times what's happening now is that they're getting fentanyl, which is 100 times more powerful than morphine, and they're cutting it with the heroin, which is causing the overdose oh my. and a lot of people, overdose deaths in a lot of people. Oh, my. And do you have any idea how this is affecting the Kansas City community? Mm -hmm. Well, basically, Kansas City, we are, we're doing okay with it. Um, I just left a conference in St. Louis about two weeks ago. Now, St. Louis numbers are off the chart with the overdose deaths. Kansas City, we're not off the charts yet. The East Coast is off the charts. But Kansas City, we are basically trying to be proactive because we do see the numbers of overdose deaths increasing. So we're just trying to be so proactive to try to save lives. Do we know it's going to come? Yeah, most likely it's going to you know, get worse before it's better. But we want to make sure we educate people to less than that. Okay, so Kansas City uh, got on the bandwagon really quick in, in terms of trying to find out how are we going to prevent this, and and we're ahead of the game right now. Um, that, but what about the people who who do find themselves addicted? How can they get help? How how is addiction treated? Okay, well, basically, you the different ways to treat it. Um, most of the times people are going to go to a place like Swope Health Services. Mm -hmm. um, like we offer um, medication treatment. They used to call it medication assistant treatment, which they still do. But they're trying to change the lingo to medication treatment because we want to break that stigma that's associated with being addicted to drugs. So basically they can come into Swope or any other facility. They may offer some kind of medication treatment. Um, and we could prescribe things like Suboxone methadone and these kind of medications yeah they are opioids within themselves but they can help people get off of the opioids because they're going to be monitored and so we'll know how much they're getting so eventually they wean off of the opioid and how successful is treatment treatment is successful the thing is is i don't know the numbers exactly but it is successful the thing is is that um some people may have to be on methadone for the rest of their lives it is what it is. But if we look at someone who has diabetes, they may have to be on insulin for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we treat addiction just like any other disease. Is, is um, addiction, does it, is it, uh, it, does it cut across uh, all strata of our, our society or is it relegated to a, uh, certain, uh, certain areas or certain, certain people? Uh -huh. Well, basically, according to research, um, in the CDC, basically, it, it, it targets mostly suburban white youth. And that's where the target population comes from. Now, is that the only people who are addicted to opioids? Not at all. But that's where the, the highest risk is right now. Okay, we've talked about treatment. We've talked about um, education. What's it really going to take to turn this around? It's going to take education. It's going to take patience. It's going to take people buying in to know that, hey, there is recovery available for people who are addicted.
Okay. And how big is, well, how big is stigma in this whole thing? Oh my gosh. Stigma is just absolutely overwhelming because I can look back when HIV was around. Um, it was stigma associated with it, but the only way it got better is through education mm-hmm. and through people teaching people how to be safer. So that's the same thing that's going to happen. That's going to have to happen with opioid addiction. We're going to have to continue to push, educate, and show people how to be safer so people can understand the dangers that, associ- that are associated with opioid usage. So your community education specialist for Swope Health Services what is the range of support or help that people could find at a place like Swope? Oh my gosh. So Swope, we're like a mini hospital. We have everything from dental, mental health, um, basic care needs from a PCP to we have um, substance use courses. We have treatment. So we have a range of everything that can help people in general as a whole. The only thing we don't do is surgery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and in, and just inpatient. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, don't, inpatient, you don't have beds. No, no, we don't have beds, but everything else we're there. All right. And uh, then what do you think is the most understood, misunderstood thing about opioid addiction? The most misunderstood thing to me is that uh, it only affects the suburban white youth. I just, I, I refuse to believe it. Because I see it in all cultures. I feel as though it doesn't discriminate mm-hmm. because everyone is only one pill away from being addicted. And, and what is the one thing you want people to understand? I want them to understand that you are just one pill away from being addicted. You have to know the risk that comes with it. A lot of times the doctors are not, they don't, they're not educated enough to let you know that, hey, if you take this, it's a chance you can become addicted. So I want people to know that it can happen to you and that you have to make sure that you take your medication as prescribed. And if you feel any certain way or kind of way to where you may feel that you are becoming addicted, then go seek some help. Carla, I feel like we've just scratched the surface of this. And I'd love Mm -hmm. to have you back sometime to talk some more about this, maybe get deeper into some of these areas. And and I'm trying to dig up some research, too. Uh, I think what we're finding is a, a very strong correlation between the increase in need for foster homes, uh, increases in kids being removed from their homes because their parents are addicted mm-hmm. in in Kansas and Missouri. So I'm I'm trying to run down some data and and maybe we can talk about that with some foster care specialists at another uh, another time. That would be awesome. Wonderful. I wanted to thank Carla for coming in to talk about this huge societal problem and what we should know about it. Carla Lee is a patient community education specialist for Swope Health Services, and she does trainings on opioid addiction. And Carla, if anybody wanted to reach out to you, how do they find you? Well, just email is the best way. My email address is C-L-E-E at SwopeHealth.org. So C-L-E-E at SwopeHealth.org. And you've been listening to Cornerstones Cares. I'm Carol Grimaldi. Thank you for listening to Cornerstones Cares, a podcast production of Cornerstones of Care. Cornerstones of Care is partnering for safe and healthy communities. For more information or to hear other podcasts, visit cornerstonesofcare.org. Check out our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter at Cornerstones KC.